I did write this while drinking a sour purple. That so had completely ruined your stomach. I apologize. And I was the one who gave you the sour purple. Again, I think it would have been fine if I had had anything more than like crackers in my stomach. Uh, but um, whoops, <laughs> we all make mistakes. That's that's my bee. That's my bee. Yeah, you drink, you're the one who drank a sour hard seltzer with an empty stomach. I, I, uh, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Sorry, buddy. That's that's rough, buddy. <laughs> Welcome to Fine Pairings, the finale, part one. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. And we're doing things a little different this season, just like we have been all every season. season. <laughs> and every season. Well, okay, no, our first weird season was last season. Yeah. I think until then, everything was normal. Yes. <laughs> for the most part. That's true. So um, That's what happens when you add a shtick. I'm not sure why, but for whatever reason, we got so many five-star fic requests this season that we simply had to write all of them and put them into two different episodes for the finale. That we did. That and we, we did. did. And we will. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> so that's what we're doing now. So apologies to anyone who has like a fic request that we have not gotten to. Uh, it's probably from a really long fic. Sorry, we might not get to it. <laughs> we can't read 30,000 word fics and higher. Right. Like too many. Maybe someday. Maybe some season. Claire... Ooh, okay. This is barely a game. Our our cocktail shtick for yeah. these two episodes is for this one, I have brought Claire a redux redo of a drink. And next week, Claire will bring me a redux redo of a drink based on cocktails from our previous episodes. And I did one from Claire's and I, Claire's going to do one for mine. Do you have any guesses what this cocktail could possibly be a redux of? It is a champagne fluted drink. Claire kind of saw the ingredients that I put into it, and it's like a burgundy red color. Hmm. Trying to remember. So it's it kind of a deep cut. <laughs> In fact, it's a really deep cut. The deep cut is making me, and I saw you use black cherry, and mm-hmm. now what I'm considering... But there wasn't champagne in it, so... There is champagne in it. No, no, in the drink that I'm thinking of. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. I was was like, there is. (laughs) Because I was like, is this... This is me wild guessing. Mm -hmm. Is this a redo of the Dirty Wastelander? Ooh, no, because that was one that I actually really thought was a really good pairing. No, so this is... I was was scrolling through our catalog, and I was kind of looking at your episodes towards the beginning of... Uh, the first couple of seasons to see if there was anything that I was like, I don't remember this being like as good as it could have been. And like all of them were pretty good. And so then I remembered at the end of season one, I saw like Carnival Life and like these kind of ones that we didn't have a pairing for. And one of those was the recounting, oh no, which I must have just like not read your episode notes ever because I read it for the because I was like, I don't think we had a pairing for that. But I think we said something about like, grab a Mike's heart or something to be like, this is what we drank in college. And so this is what it says. The recounting. Pairing. In our excitement, we forgot a drink. We were also broke in college, so the drink is whatever was free in the kitchen, a.k.a. whatever our roommates no longer wanted. Oh, my God. As we're kicking off the season, you may also pop some bubbly and pop in a cherry. The cherry will be important later. (laughs) So this is a cherry popper, (laughs) which is a cherry take on a French 75. That I invented. I love so it. It is. Um, it's uh, <laughs> the the black cherry juice that Claire used in the um, what we do in the shadows episode. Yeah. was still in my fridge. It's a little sedimentary because it's organic, so it like doesn't look great like in the light. Nothing but the best for five. <laughs> it looks kind of dusty. 
Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's just like cherry fragments. Yeah. The thing said specifically to shake it. So like I know that that's normal. So it is uh, all the classic French 75 ingredients with a couple of other things. So we got three fourths of an ounce of black cherry juice or cherry juice, whatever you, you use. Half an ounce of lemon juice, a quarter of an ounce of simple syrup and a quarter ounce of grenadine. Because oh. <laughs> I was like, those seem similar, but like. Not quite the same. Yeah. And then uh, topped with champagne. Oh, and, and, and there, uh, an ounce of gin. I forgot about the ounce of gin. That's also in there because <laughs> that's a normal ingredient. <laughs> so give it a try. The cherry popper. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That's good. And it's kind of it's kind of tart. It goes well with like kind of the... The black the- cherry gives it some like depth. Yeah. It really, hmm, it really it, gets in there. It really goes with the gin. This is surprisingly tasty. I like this. Not bad for a redo. Not bad for me making this up today. (laughs) I figured if I kept it as close as possible to a French 75, it wouldn't be that bad. Right. So for our first pick today, I will be going first and I will be reading a little ditty I wrote requested by a a sofa buff five sofa buff yeah uh (laughs) that's their instagram handle yeah it's um and they requested for a fic from emmett's perspective of forks high school when he has class without any siblings he's got to have friends surely yeah you'd think he (laughs) i wonder if he is like um dash from the incredibles where he like plays sports but he just doesn't go full out (laughs) because he doesn't want to make his friends feel bad. And you'll see when we get into, we'll talk more about... Are they all in the same grade, the Cullens? Mm, I want to say no. No. When Bella graduates, it's like her and Alice and Edward. So I think Rosalie and Emmett I assumed they were older. older. Yeah. What was your take? Was it, was your take like he has one class during the day without them or he, everyone has graduated but him? Because I was not sure. I am setting this in the year, I'm setting this (laughs) in the year of our Lord. In the year of our Lord, (laughs) Twilight 2020. No. Um, (laughs) They're back at Forks High School because it's been long enough that no one remembers. I'm setting, I'm setting this in the, first Twilight book so they're all in high school okay and we're going to see that Emmett does have a secret life that Mm. I don't think his siblings know about as you'll see when we get into it um the other Cullens are the ones who like do primarily keep to themselves because they're like very like in their heads about being vampires and so much older and And they don't care about the teenage shenanigans so like yeah so obviously I'll I'll have to come up with a with a name for this bad boy but Hmm. maybe something will become clear when I I'll I'll ponder while I listen okay man let's see (laughs) if this is any good (laughs) right we had so many that it was like I can't even like track the quality of this but who knows maybe this is brilliant (laughs) i just feel like carlisle would feel differently about forcing us to go to high school if he'd ever been to one rosalie huffed it's not like he's going back to med school every 20 years that would be funny (laughs) i I just like i realized that carlisle has never actually been to high school because he's from like the middle ages he wouldn't have gone to high well well no he is a he was a doctor in the middle ages so like he did obviously not like modern high school but he did beyond like primary school oh no probably yeah no i'm sure he went to med school he went to med school at a certain point Hmm. but he's not going back to junior biology yeah 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 so come on rose emmett said massaging her shoulders high school isn't all bad it's kind of fun (laughs) you don't have to live with hearing their every waking thought edward grumbled they can be so immature yes (laughs) that's because they have that's because they haven't had the 
life experience you've had, Alice said as she joined the group, not bothering to glance around to see if other students had heard her as her siblings were wont to do. Even Are they bef- like in the cafeteria? Yeah, they're just in the hallway. Oh, okay. They're just like, chill. they're in an open space. Even before I was, Edward caught himself in a foul enough mood that he almost said it out loud. <laughs> had all this life experience. At least I wasn't like them. About half of them are all obsessed with some rapper and will not shut up about it. Edward had uh, gestured vaguely to the student populace around him, which had caught him some attention. Emmett waved back to a group of girls walking by. Come on, Squidward, Emmett. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I forgot. Because <laughs> uh, I, that made me, I remember, I forgot thinking about when I wrote this, that Squidward is probably like, you know, the aquatic version of Edward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Emmett would give Edward a nickname that he would hate. Come on, Squidward, Emmett said, patting his brother on his back, getting a disgruntled huff from the the slender vampire. They're not all bad. I don't know what you're even complaining about, Edward, Rosalie said, rolling her eyes. It's not like you've ever been one to like what's popular anyway. Yeah. Emmett tuned out and turned away so he didn't have to watch Edward's attempt at a comeback to Rosalie's playful jab. He had watched Rosalie pull the same trick of twisting Edward's pantaloons about once every other week since the day he woke up as a vampire this morning he didn't really want to get into why the this this morning he didn't really want to get into why the 80s did in fact have more than just bearable music (laughs) wait (laughs) edward doesn't think that the 80s edward likes i like googled it and stephanie (laughs) miter is like you know edward's a prick about music i can see why you would not like the 80s as someone who's experienced all of music but i love the 80s so and i would argue that if you've experienced all music you got to be like, and the 80s do have something for Stands out in its own special way. Yeah. It's very dramatic. Yo, MC, how you doing, brother? Emmett turned towards the drawling call of his nickname. He had earned the nickname MC Hammer after he had impressed the football team in the weight room when he had easily pressed over 250 pounds. What's up to do with MC Hammer? You will see. Oh, I was, I was like, I paused for cat attacking ah. nugget, <laughs> where he where he easily did the MC Hammer dance. <laughs> no, well, one MC Emmett Cullen. Oh, Emmett. Okay, I, M- I, see, I see where C- you're going. You're cleverer M- than I. MC <laughs> Hammer. Anyway, uh, where he earned the nickname MC MC Hammer after he had impressed the football team in the weight room when he had easily pressed over 250 pounds. Their cheers of excitement had slowly morphed into a rendition of Too Legit to Quit Mm. by the rapper of the same name, and Emmett Cullen had been rebranded. Cute. Very cute. Kyle! Emmett landed Mm -hmm. a high five on the captain of the football team's upheld palm. How have you been? Enjoying the eggs? (laughs) You were not lying. Good dig. (laughs) Does he have a recipe for his eggs? For his bag eggs? You are not lying. They make an excellent snack. (laughs) Kyle held up the Ziploc bag containing four (laughs) remaining hard-boiled eggs. Thanks for the reg. Are we going to see you at practice this week? Oh, my God. I was, I love the idea of, like, a bunch of dudes, like, same, like, body hacking, but, like, high schools where they're just like, how do I get more protein in my life? Just being like, oh, my God, you know what I do is I carry around a dozen hard-boiled eggs every day. But also, you know what I figured out is you can put some soy sauce in there and shake it up. <laughs> like, 
Like the most basic flavoring. Right. Because I love eggs. Like I love eggs. They taste fine, but like they need, I can't do a hard boiled egg with nothing in it. No. God, no. No. I like just decided that like Emmett in his like. Infinite wisdom. In his infinite (laughs) wisdom was just like, they were probably like, what do you do? Well, I'm I'm like imagining that like in my world where like Emmett is like a super bro with the football team. They're like, dude, like, how are you so big? And you can't be like, I'm a vampire. No. Yeah. He's got to be like. Like it's I eat twelve eggs a day. Yeah, and he's yeah, so he's gotta be like, I really pack on the protein. And so they're like, How do you do that? And he's just like, I'm eating eggs. I eat a dozen eggs every day. Uh, uh, I love boys just like telling each other stuff and doing it with no question. Yeah, like absolutely. That yes, yeah. that's so. Funny. I like understand why Bella was like, "You're a vampire," in a way that I also understand why the captain of the football team would just be like, "Love me some eggs." Love me some eggs. Be you like, know who's got great advice? Fucking MC over there. And his eggs. MC. He, is, he knows. He's so smart, dude. <laughs> he, he knows stuff. He just knows. Anyway, Emmett looked back at his squabbling siblings and then back to Kyle. He shrugged. I can't make it this week, man. I'm going hunting with my family. Dude, that sucks, Kyle said, shoving his hands deeper into the pockets of his letter jacket. Mm-hmm. We were really hoping you'd be there. Devin wants to PR his squat and you're the only one he wants to spot him. Aww. Emmett's a softie. You're the only one who can spot him. He makes him feel safe. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. (laughs) He can PR on Monday, Emmett said calmly. He shouldn't try to PR the night before a game anyway. Well. He's not wrong. Yeah, right? Not wrong. Well, see you next uh, next week's practice then, Kyle offered his knuckles to Emmett. We'll miss having our manager this week. Emmett is the football team manager. Oh, he's not on the team. Yes. That's so smart. Right? I was going to say, I, I'm full uh, dashing it. and like, right? that makes way more sense. No. And Emmett's just like, I don't want to play. But like, he does want to hang out with his bros. That's adorable. So, Emmett bumped his fist against Kyle's with a nod. Hooking his thumbs back into the straps of his backpack, he turned back to his siblings. Alice, I didn't say my chemical romance wasn't popular. <laughs> I said I don't consider them to be mainstream. Edward said, <laughs> Edward said through clenched teeth. And Emmett wondered if he was imagining that. Hard Ed- disagree. <laughs> also hard disagree. I didn't say Edward no, had good so opinions. Funny. Does Edward not want them to be mainstream because he likes them? Correct. Yeah, that sounds right. Correct. <laughs> Edward, when you like Google what Edward's musical p- opinions are, it's that he, you know, he prefers alternative rock and mm-hmm. indie music oh, and like. Yeah. So I think Edward likes My Chemical Romance, but he doesn't want to like admit because hard kind agree. Of a- they have a real death aesthetic sometimes. Yeah. Like- <laughs> He's exactly. And Emmett wondered if he was imagining that Edward's eyes were slightly more red than he remembered. Hmm. Edward, I think you've had enough, Emmett said good-naturedly. Maybe we should get Dad to call us out of school today. Edward took a deep breath and physically shook himself off. I'm fine, he said, working his jaw to ease the tension. I don't want to miss biology class. (laughs) It's the cell division lab, Alice said cheerfully. I always like that one. I'll walk with you, Emmett said to his broody brother. My history class is that way. That's the lab where he made spell. I know you. I just wanted to. No, I remember. I needed to. I recently listened to the entirety of Midnight Sun. <laughs> I just want to make sure. By recently, I meant like in the past few months, because it sticks with you. <laughs> I just want to make sure that my my cuts mm-hmm. are go- are going deep. I understand the cuts. Yes, that, that, of course. I appreciate that we're not just skating by exactly we a My Chemical line. Romance <laughs> reference. Reference. I'll walk with you, Emmett said to his broody brother. My history class is that way. Emmett planted a kiss on Rosalie's cheek before he had to jog to catch up with his brooding brother. He slapped the hand of another football player before he caught him. Edward was mumbling something under his breath. What's that you're saying? Emmett said, nudging Edward with his shoulder. I wasn't listening to what you whispered. I said I don't get these kids' obsession with 80s music, Edward said, letting it's out a sigh. It's real good, dude. 
so good. Dude, it rocked. That's yeah. why Emmett said, Emmett because it was me. obvious to him. <laughs> but MC Hammer, Edward said with disdain, he's like in commercials now. Like half the student population thinks about him on any given day. I think they play his music at the, at the football games, Emmett said, furrowing his brows, thinking mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's having a resurgence. That's what I get for not just tuning everyone out, Edward said with a long sigh. Admittedly, sometimes it's entertaining. Maybe you'll have a fun lab partner, Emmett said cheerfully. You can binge read their mind and catch up on all the teen gossip. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. learn anything good, let me know. The cruel irony. <laughs> I always do, Edward said, finally smiling as he peeled off into his classroom. As Emmett headed to his class, he realized that Edward had never actually been to a football game. Yeah. He usually got a recap on all the students in all the students' heads the next day, so he didn't feel like it was worth it. But Emmett knew you could only really get a feel of the energy when you were in person. Mm-hmm. He made a mental note to invite Edward to the next game. Maybe this time he would actually accept the invitation. Well, like, is that the end? Yep. Perfect. Okay. Because I'm thinking about how different it is to, like, watch sports on TV versus hear about it versus be there live. Like, really with anything, with a concert or a play or a a game. It feels like if I was a vampire, it would feel kind of nice and, like, cathartic to be in a place where everyone is focusing on one thing Mm -hmm. and be like, everyone's having, like, thoughts and reactions more or less to what they're seeing and also yeah. I'm seeing that versus everyone being in a million different places mentally. Correct. Edward's missing out. No. Emmett knows where, it at, knows where it's at. <laughs> no. And Edward being in his own head and being uh, cranky about 80s music doesn't realize that everyone is not talking about MC Hammer, the artist. They're talking about MC Hammer, his brother. I wanted it to be like abundantly obvious to like all of the siblings, but they're like too wrapped up in like being a vampire. To but notice. they don't realize that like Emmett is like fully living as a high school Just student. Having his best time. Yeah. As, like, <laughs> He's the football yeah, manager. Most people don't, I mean, uh, what, there's like some statistic of like how many people think in pictures versus words. So if someone's just thinking like, yeah, MC's so great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why would you think of anyone but MC Hammer? Especially if you didn't know your brother's nickname was MC. No. Good work. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. So there we are. Good job. Okay. So I will be starting with the one I got uh, like two weeks ago (laughs) as of this recording, which was from uh, an Apple podcast review by Romeo Bleeds. This was the person who I think their mom sent them this podcast. I have questions. Please get back to me. What episode did your mom listen to? And why? I love your relationship, even though I know nothing about you. Uh, but they say they say very nice things. Um, I literally just started listening to only this podcast this year when I started my job. My mom had found it in 2020, 2021 and sent it to me. Now that I'm listening to it, I have found a ton of laughs, fandoms I want to get into and fandoms I'm already in. This is literally a top tier work and I love listening every Thursday. When I'm at my job, I will wait until about 10 to 11 a.m. and then immediately go on the hunt for the latest video. Which this means this is a YouTube person, which is truly our smallest audience. So thank you, Romeo Bleeds. Finding us on YouTube, I think. If you guys have a chance, I would really appreciate seeing slash hearing a Tony Dinozo, Kate Todd fanfic, and NCIS fanfic. I would love to see Tony and Kate crack to realize their teasing and jokes with one another finally revealed true feelings for one another. One bed trope, and they are on a mission out of the country to try and solve a case. And I was like, that's a lot, my friend. Also, I've seen maybe one entire episode of NCIS in my entire life. There's like 20 seasons of this show. I think we used to watch like uh, an episode or maybe that was just CSI. It's like sometimes in my chemistry class when Mm. I was in high school and my teacher would be like, since we were in high school, they couldn't like roll out a TV for like reading Rainbow. So she would be like, we're watching an episode of CSI. 
that would make sense. Yeah, and there's um I <laughs> so to to familiarize myself with what, how to write this fic because I was truly going in so so blind. I looked up just kind of like the wiki of their relationship. They have a very like teasing kind of like are they brother and sister fighting or are they like flirty fighting? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's kind of their back and forth. So and then I started watching some like scenes. So I just typed in like Tony and Kate into YouTube to see which scenes would come up. And so I found a scene where they have to pretend to be uh, a couple where uh, Kate is pregnant to go to a like clinic to act- to get like files from the back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a pretty good place to start. And so I looked up that whole episode <laughs> And what I recognized from the episode was a scene in which they're getting hacked and the solution to getting hacked is them typing really, two people typing really fast on one keyboard, which I had seen in compilations of like bad hacking in movies. Because that's really funny. We just write more letters faster. Yeah, it got me good, that episode. I'm glad I watched it. I might go back and rewatch more of NCIS. Um, Anyway, (laughs) so there was a lot of stipulations about what had to be in this. Only one bed. They had to be traveling abroad. Uh, And so I have a placeholder title, and I'm probably just not going to change it because it's made me laugh every single time. And so the title of this fic is more like NCIS, am I right, ladies? (laughs) (laughs) Is it super relevant to the pic? No. <laughs> Is it funny as hell? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this was also, I think Josie gave me this idea uh, to uh, put them in Rome <laughs> because I went to Rome. And oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a like five out of 10 experience. So I have some some feelings about Rome that I have also placed into this thing. <laughs> yeah. Rome be like that. Rome be like that. Could you give me a little space? Kate shot a look of annoyance at her partner, her rolling travel bag bumping along behind her in the midday sun. You smell worse than that dumpster we passed outside the train station. Mmm, the smell of Rome. Tomatoes and wine in the winter and hot garbage in the summer. Tony Accurate. smirked at her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tony smirked at her, intentionally bumping her with his elbow as he swerved towards her, taking up even more of her space on the sidewalk. Aren't you lucky you get to share a room with me? Come to think of it, I can't remember if I booked a room with a shower or not. I might just crawl into bed like this and sweat it out tonight, let you experience all my musk. Kate sent him a sarcastic smile, happy to know that Gibbs had secured the lodging. The hotel is up the block, she directed, ready to settle in for the job tomorrow. Rome, with its litany of ancient ruin, was also a hot spot for fraud. Not typically a job for NCIS, but as it turned out, a petty scammer somehow had ended up with the credit card of a long-dead leader of an American crime ring, a case that was never closed. The ties to Rome had led them here on a chase to find more information about the possible local ties to a connected syndicate that had gone unnoticed in the original criminal investigation. Unfortunately for Kate, that meant... Are you wearing your ring, honey? Tony beamed at her, wiggling his own left hand at her. It seems a bit excessive, don't you think? Kate replied in the form of a statement rather than a question. If only we could have booked a hotel slightly out of the way. But Gibbs found us the one hotel with a connection that we may have the chance to gain some intel from. What a shame, babe, he replied. (laughs) So they have to pretend to be married. (laughs) Big married. In order to uh, not tip off anybody because we don't know who's connected. I really uh, tried to make a plot make sense. Good. It was irrelevant to what I needed for the fic. You can't think of a single pet name more creative than babe or honey for your wife. Mm, Dollface? Moon pie? Donkey butt? Donkey Donkey butt. butt. Ah, here we are, Tony said, swinging his bag enthusiastically through the door as Kate huffed out all her grievances before having to act cordially in front of her faux husband for the sake of the front desk employees. Much to her dismay, it seemed hotel beds in Rome were rather petite. 
After a long day of pretending to be various versions of a couple on an anniversary trip, trying to gain access to back rooms and restricted areas, using broken Italian to locate businesses with somewhat dodgy dealings, Kate was exhausted on their trek back to the hotel. If I'd been able to let this fic breathe, I would have maybe given you any idea what that day looked like, but I did not have the word count. (laughs) It's fine. We don't need it. Do you think it was necessary to wear those puppies? Tony eyed Kate as she plopped onto the bed and retched off her sensible heel. They were so we don't look too much like tourists, she said, laying back on the bed to let her sore feet rest. How about I treat you to a little vino? Tony raised his eyebrows, producing a bottle from somewhere unknown. Oh, my lord. (laughs) When could you possibly have gotten that? Kate chuckled in spite of herself. It was a whole three euro, he said in mock seriousness, so you better enjoy it. After a glass and a half of wine, drunken out of plastic hotel cups, Kate's mood had vastly improved. Not that she would admit that to her coworker, who, thankfully, was using the room's shower. As he exited the bathroom in nothing but a towel, Kate struggled to avert her tipsy gaze quickly enough. Tony had caught her. You have to admit, Tony began, nonchalantly gathering his pajamas, the city is pretty romantic. I have to admit that, Kate questioned, a genuine smile creeping across her face. It was true. Over the course of the day, amongst the frustration of dead ends and unhelpful leads, she had found herself enjoying moments as a couple with Tony, him guiding her around the city, making her laugh when she took herself too seriously, a moment over lunch when she caught a particularly coy gleam in his eye. She gave herself a mental jostle. Tony wasn't more than an annoying little brother to her, right? If I had to pick a pain-in-the-ass co-worker to come here with me, I suppose it would be you. Mm. I couldn't have said it better myself, Tony replied, refilling his wine and holding it out to Kate to cheers. When in Rome, he sat on the bed and offered his cup toward her. She responded by giving his cup a plasticky clink. (laughs) Thank you, she began. For what, he said, taking a large swig of the cheap wine, making this trip tolerable. No problem, donkey butt, he said, playfully grabbing her chin with his thumb and forefinger. Kate's breath hitched. It's getting real. And something in her stomach dropped. Tony, who was always ribbing her, trying to get a rise out of her because her thoughts were stopped as she met his eyes. Was he leaning in or was she? Suddenly, Kate leaned in and kissed him, an action she felt was beyond her control. If Tony was startled by this action, he didn't let on. His hand still on her chin, he held her there against his lips. After a moment that couldn't have been measured, Kate pulled away and took a halting breath. You, uh... Tony trailed off, unsure how to phrase his thoughts. I, Kate replied, when in Rome, Tony shrugged and pulled her in for another kiss. Aww. The end. (laughs) It was a little less cracky than I wanted, but like I didn't have time. We had to get to the kissing. (laughs) No time for crack. No time for crack. (laughs) No crack. Only kiss. Only kissing. I hope that uh, was any good considering I've watched two episodes now (laughs) since CIS. That was cute. It was very cute. I, I do like NCIS uh, now yeah. that I've watched it in my recent life on purpose in a whole episode. <laughs> Our next uh, fic mm-hmm. is from uh, Skylar, who is one of our Patreon members. Uh, she, they left us a review on Spotify and they are requesting a they saw a TikTok about Sky High and now they have requested a Will Stronghold and War and Peace Thick. Um, Stronghold and War and Peace. So, Will, is that okay? You, ha- you, re- <laughs> I have now watched Sky High. You've because- rewatched all of Sky High for this reason. <laughs> yes. It's that Skylar assured that's at the end, they said, if you haven't seen this movie, please watch. I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, that's love all fair. the things you guys do. And so, is Will Stronghold the main boy? Yes. He is the main boy. He is going off to a My Hero Academia style. <laughs> So we were looking at the dates and potentially Sky High predated My Hero Academia. By like 10 years. So, so like significantly. 
So anyway, so Sky High is a high school that is floating in the sky that all the superhero kids go to to like learn how to be a superhero. I had actually never seen Sky High. That's so wild to me. It seems like the exact thing you would have seen in like middle school. Yeah, no, I did not see it. Um, That's so wild. I remember the advertisements for it on Disney, but I don't, I did not see it because I was very Mm. surprised by the plot. Uh, So Will Stronghold is like, is the main character. His dad is like a famous superhero. His parents are both famous superheroes. His mom can fly. Yeah. His dad is super strong. Kind of a Wonder Woman, Superman sort of thing. He has not developed his powers yet and goes to uh, goes to high school. Does he ju- just somehow like hide the fact he doesn't have powers from his parents? Correct. That's dumb. Yep. <laughs> yeah. When his dad would walk in on him and like lifting weights, he would be like two hundred. Oh yeah. Like, okay. And um, so, so he, he faked the super strength. Yep. Yeah. And That's so he funny. goes to school and then um, does not get placed as a hero, so gets put in like a sidekick school mm-hmm. um, because he doesn't have any he doesn't powers. Have any power, which like you'd think they just kick him out. No. Right. <laughs> um, and he and his other sidekick friends are like you know plant girl yeah plant girl magenta girl who just shapeshifts into a guinea pig that's funny yeah um, that's a good sidekick hero (laughs) um one of their friends all he does is glow um one melts into a puddle all sidekick behavior and then his arch enemy is war and peace who uh warren's dad was a supervillain that Will's dad put away in quadruple life sentence prison. So wow, War and Peace. So Warren as Pe- the name of a villain. Yeah, Warren. Interesting. Well, and Warren is his mother is a super great name. Is a, is a is a hero, and his oh, father was a super villain. What a great! Oh my god, perfect name choice. I know. Love that. Also, I'd love to see how those two ended up together. Um, enemies to lovers, Claire, your favorite thing. Come I on. know. Come <laughs> on. So I'd love to read that fic. Warren is like a fire starter, so his like mm. arms. So he like makes like a Hulk mo- movement, mm. and then his like arms burst into flame. Ah. And then eventually Will Stronghold does develop the ability to fly and super strength. And Warren, like, basically immediately sees Will and is like, I hate you. And then they, like, nearly kill each other in the cafeteria. And then, like, slowly over the course of the movie um, become friends. Fall in love. But more because um, Will's female friend Layla. So Layla interacts with Warren a bunch. Um, and so, like, Layla befriends him, and then Warren eventually forgives Warren, even though Warren, like, not Warren, Will becomes, like, popular. And anyway. Cause and- did they fall in love? Was that the prompt? I already forgot. Yes, the prompt is, <laughs> let me get to the, um, yeah, so just, like, the two, I'm assuming that they fall in love. She doesn't actually say that. She's just like, I need a Will Stronghold and Warren Peace fic. I guess you could have made the I have made the assumption that we're going to make them fall in love. He became his parents in the end. Enemies to lovers. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. (laughs) So anyway, here we are. The the Will and Warren fic. Would you like to dance with me? The request had caught Warren off balance, though he wasn't entirely sure why. It was the homecoming dance after all. People asked other people to dance at homecoming dances. You want me to dance with you? Warren asked incredulously, then thinking that might sound rude, added, After everything that's happened tonight? Why wouldn't I want to dance with you? Will's eyebrows knit together. I don't know. I mean, after everything that's happened? Warren stressed again. Everything was so complicated. They had just fought off a supervillain that had turned all the teachers, and not to mention Will's parents, into literal babies. 
Not to mention that Warren had brought uh, Layla as his date to homecoming, even if that had just been a bid to make Will jealous. And both these things paled in comparison to the fact that Warren had sworn Will to be his arch nemesis from the day he laid eyes on the son of the man who locked up his supervillain father in prison for four life sentences. Because he hadn't officially decided that Will no longer was his arch nemesis, had he? And people didn't dance with their arch nemeses. It simply wasn't done. That's exactly it, though, Will said, rubbing the back of his neck sheepishly. After everything that's happened, I realized something. I want to dance with you. The revelation dropped like the one-ton car from placement day over his head. (laughs) Warren could feel... (laughs) So dangerous. What if you just... What? (laughs) I know. Will could have died. He didn't have any powers. What if you were the kid that just glowed? You're not going to do anything. You're just going to die. Yep. Is this a dance at the end? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, it's at the end. It's a teen movie. (sighs) The revelation dropped like the one-ton car from placement day over his head. Warren could feel the palms of his hands start to heat up, and he couldn't tell if it was from nerves or if his power was leaking through without him realizing. He looked down at his hands to double-check. Nope. No flames. Warren? The sound of Will's hesitant voice nearly made Warren jump. Yes? Is that a yes of acknowledgement or a yes to dance? Will looked still looked sheepish. A smile tugged at one corner of Warren's mouth. At one corner of Warren's mouth. Warren is very hard for me to say. I figured honestly. it out. That's a yes to dance. A Aww. true smile split Will's face, and it caused a bloom of warmth over Warren's whole body that felt nothing at all like his powers. It felt like something else entirely. Will reached out his hand to Warren for Warren to take, but before Warren accepted it, he said, No funny stuff. <laughs> Will crossed over his heart. No funny stuff. I promise. <laughs> Warren accepted Will's outstretched hand and allowed himself to be led to the dance floor. Will put his hand on Warren's waist, clearly intent on leading, even though he was the shorter of the two. (laughs) Warren decided to let the kid have his moment. It's not like he minded the feel of Will's hands on his waist. (laughs) And I'm using kid just colloquially. They're the same. They're like, Warren's maybe one year older than They're both like 16, 17. Yeah, they're like that. Maybe they're supposed to be 14 because he's a freshman at Sky High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Warren kid's not 14. No, he's like. (laughs) That was an adult. (laughs) He's at least, yeah. And he's supposed to be at least like one. He's already at Sky High when he goes there. So he's at least one year older, but I'm going to say they're 15, 16. They swayed to the slow beat of the song that was playing, letting the, letting the worries from earlier in the evening when it all, of, uh, letting the worries from earlier in the evening when all seemed lost melt away. The lights danced across the gymnasium floor and made Warren feel ever so slightly motion sick to see the way they jumped around, <laughs> or maybe that was because they were hovering above the floor. Aww. Stronghold, Warren said through gritted teeth. I was going to say, was that the funny business? I said, no why. funny business. <laughs> It's like, what's he going to do, fly? Yes. That's cute. Huh? Will's eyes looked dazed and glassy. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Warren's feet made contact with the ground, and slowly with a couple deep breaths, the motion sickness started to go away. That was when he realized that Will was still eye level with him. Will, you're still flying. (laughs) Will looks sheepish. No, I'm just very tall. (laughs) Cute. I just wanted to look at you eye to eye before we kiss. We kiss. (laughs) Will looked sheepish. Yeah, I think I'm too excited to stop. Is that okay? Warren laughed as the blush spread across Will's face and down his neck. He could relate. His power tickled along his arms, and it was only because he was a couple years older than Will that he had learned how to keep it reined in. Will would eventually learn, but for now, it was cute. Yes, that's okay, Warren finally (laughs) said. Good, because there's one more thing I still want to do, Will said with all in one rush of breath. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Before he could get a smug uh-huh. response out, Will had crashed his lips into Warren's. Uh-huh. 
Warren had to fit. Warren had to fist his hands to keep them from bursting into flames and burning will behind his neck where Warren's hands were clasped. He shut his eyes to concentrate, but instead of shutting out the world, he shut out everything besides the feeling of Will's lips on his own. And for a moment, even though his feet were still firmly planted on the ground, it felt like he was flying. Aw. That's it. Can you imagine... Can you imagine having like a bald spot like at the nape of your neck where your hair starts and just being like, did you try to do like an undercut? Like what happened? Oh no, I tried to kiss Warren. He was into it, but like, uh, I surprised him. I did surprise him. Maybe that's my own fault. My bad. Uh, I love how we're connected and I know exactly what's going to happen when you write a fic. Uh, good stuff. Their lips crash together. Like, they gotta be the same height. It does make kissing a lot easier when you're taller than somebody. Like, just that's just facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the same height. Okay, so I figured this would be the best one to have last because it is a fan fiction about fan fiction. Ooh. Yes. Meta. So this came to us um, quite a while ago, and I, <laughs> I personally apologize to this listener because I think it was on the docket for last season's finale, and either I forgot about it or we had an uneven number, and so it got nixed. Like, for some reason, I just didn't haven't written it yet. No, I'm sorry. We're, ha- we're doing it today. This is from a- Redo. This re- is a- we're redoing it. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've I've had time to let it breathe a little bit. Does that make it better? I don't know. You be the judge. <laughs> but don't judge too harshly because it will hurt my feelings. I will be sad. Uh, and this is from a listener uh, and it came in a review from Pablo360. This is the title. Good podcast. Hey, why do reviews have titles? <laughs> This podcast is a slightly sweet, refreshing treat that blends five ounces of fanfic reading, two shots of vibrant personalities, a pinch of salt, and humor to taste. It pairs well with long car rides or walks, but can wash down any, uh, quotian? Not sure what that means. Oh, any quota-based activity? Quotian? Don't know that word. Good job. Activity. Store at room temperature, but chill an hour before serving. Fanfic prompt. Lumini read each other's bad Azura fanfiction, which is specifically a reference to uh, the show Owl House, which we have talked about on this podcast like a tiny bit. Lumity is the ship between Luz, the main character, and Amity Blight, the enemies to friends to lovers question mark ship of the whole season okay <laughs> the whole the whole thing not even a season all of all the seasons and spoiler alert i'm a bad fan and i've not watched all the seasons because again i don't have disney plus and i don't have a tv so i have to find them in the ether and also my wife watches the show so i have to wait until they're home and it's just complicated so i've only seen mostly the first season and a little bit of the second season which i know lumini gets more prominent farther you get into the show so this is a fic based on a specific episode from season one. So the show in general is about Luz, a human girl who goes through a portal into like a witch universe and wants to become a witch. But in this uh, universe, witches are like born with like a magical pouch in their like appendix or something. So like you either are a witch or you're not. Amity is a witch witch. She fulfills kind of a Draco Malfoy thing where she's from like a prominent magical family that's like upper class She's got a lot of stuff going. She's got a lot of stuff to parse yeah, in yeah. her life. So she doesn't like lose. She's like, you simply should not be here. <laughs> You're just making a mess out of everything. And That's I don't fair. and I don't appreciate it. Um, so they have an interesting dynamic. The uh, first episode where they where Amity has like a reconciling with her feelings of like not just being negative is this episode where Luz goes to a magical library and kind of befriends her twin brother and sister and then kind of finds out that her twin brother and sister are like real dicks 
And within that, there's a lot of stuff about like they find like Amity's diary and like she has like a secret clubhouse in the library that holds these books that Luz also really likes. So she's like, oh, my God, you like this magical series, too? Like, we should be friends. And Amity's like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. You're kind. I think you're kind of an asshole. And she's like, I'm not. (laughs) I'm so nice. I promise I'm so nice. So we're jumping in there. Uh, The fic is called The Good Witch Luzera which is a portmanteau of Luz, the main character, and Azura, which is a fictional witch within the show's universe. Okay. There's like a book series from the human realm that Luz likes, which is why she's interested in witches. And then it turns out through like circumstance, circumstance, that these books have like washed up in the witch universe also. Okay. Luz found her way around the sprawling shelves of books, momentarily getting lost in thought about her next read. And which book may have more spells for her to learn or information on magical plants that Willow might appreciate. Or maybe she could find the Dewey Decimal Monster and give him a snack. Or Luz was distracted enough to wander past the romance section. Silly her. She righted herself around, locating the book that opened the shelf to Amity's secret hideout nestled inside. Her her hideout's behind the romance section, which is also adorable. She reached for the book before stopping to wonder if it would be more polite to knock. Amity did invite her here today, and it was her special hidden room, so she couldn't just waltz right in like she did with the twins. But what would she knock on? The books? She crouched down to see if there was a crack or another entrance when the shelf began to open, Amity already on the other side waiting. Luz blushed, still awkwardly pressed against the wood grain of the library floor. What are you doing? Amity asked cautiously. Nothing, Luz exclaimed, writing herself as quickly as possible, brushing a clump of floor dust off her shirt. Just checking out the selection down there. Very interesting. Amity peered down at the book closest to Luz's feet. A fiery lass finds another. Amity read off the spine before going wide-eyed. Ah, uh, yeah, sounds... Luz started without an idea of how to finish. Thanks for inviting me over. No need to stand around out here. <laughs> she pivoted into the room, book bag in tow. So she saw a gay book title and was like, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> so I meant. <laughs> oh, no, that's enough. No, we're not in love. <laughs> we're not in love. Don't worry about it. Uh, break. And now I say to you, foul sorcerer, Luz read Azora's soliloquy out aloud in a small but comfortable nook hidden within the library shelves. Azora lifted her staff to the darkening sky, her beautiful tousled green hair. Luz flicked her eyes up to Amity, her own green hair still neatly done in her half pony. Hair was swept up in the growing wind surrounding her. Eat my dust, mother fu- That doesn't quite sound like something Azora would say, Amity interrupted. Eyebrow quirked with gentle critique. That's the point of fan fiction, Luz complained, bringing her story down to meet Amity's eyes. To put yourself in the place of the main character? <sighs> what? Luz guffawed. Absolutely. <laughs> Me? Never. Your whole one-shot is about you as Azura, right? Amity asked, losing a bit of edge in her voice. That's between me and my therapist. No, of course not. How could you think that? <laughs> the story you wrote is about Azura losing her powers of witchcraft and then having to relearn everything from scratch in a way that's different from all the other witches. Luz pursed her lips, her brain trying to circuit a response. Don't make this about me. That's a very common trope, she shouted. <laughs> it is. You know about how the, the, the trope about... The, the, the thing that happened to me is yeah. a normal thing in lots of stories. Yes, yes. Shh, shh, stop it. Stop it. You stop it. This, you're reading into this You're too much. projecting me onto this story, and right. that's not my fault. And that's, it's, honestly, it sounds like you're maybe a little obsessed with me. <laughs> it does. It does, in fact. Maybe this isn't about me at all. Maybe this is about, about you, you. Maybe being in love with me. You should think about 
yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Stop thinking about me. Stop thinking about me. You're just... Start thinking about yourself. It's a very common trope, she shouted. You may as well have called her a human. I, what? She is a human. What? What, what? Azura is a witch. A human witch. That's impossible. Mm. Oh. No. Lou stopped, realizing something. Azura is from my world. The books, I mean. Back there, witches and humans, they aren't separate. Humans can be witches. Amity trailed off, slightly dazed by this revelation. So yeah, the, the books were written in the human realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which, why, witches don't have this weird magic, magic sack appendix. Good. <laughs> it's just, it was written by a human. <laughs> why would they know about the why? Appendi- well, yeah, so like, ob- like obviously witches are humans to lose. And mm-hmm. Amity's like, obviously Azura is a witch. So Wrong. she's not a human. <laughs> right. Wrong. Humans can be witches. Amity trailed off, slightly dazed by this revelation. No wonder you thought you could do it. Amity stood up from the seated position on the floor, where she'd let Luz take the spotlight while performing her fanfic aloud. She placed a hand on Luz's shoulder. I think that's very brave. And stupid. She smiled slightly. Mostly stupid. (laughs) Thanks, Luz replied, looking away shyly from Amity's gaze. And besides, at least I didn't give Azura two evil goblins to defeat. Twin boy and girl goblins. Hmm. Maybe. A little on the nose. They're siblings. (laughs) A little on the nose, Amity. (laughs) Maybe I should start calling you Amzura. (laughs) Amity Azura. It's bad. It's a bad combination. Lou smiled. It's better than Luzera. Amity smiled back as she made her way back to her spot on the floor. Okay, continue with your self-insert fantasy. Gladly. Lou's nodded. The end. Aww, that's so cute. Just a cute little we're all dealing with our problems through fan fiction. How relatable. No, I don't. No one does that. No. No one writes about their actual problems to process them. No, they do not. Not that what writing is for. No, it's not. Writing is for making up completely unrelated things. To not process our thoughts. Correct. No. We're never processing anything. Who does that? No. Nobody. Nobody. Good stuff. Well, that's the end of today, Claire. What beautiful, beautiful fix are we I have no today. more for you. <laughs> you have me no neither. more for me. <laughs> no. But we will have more next week. Yes. Even more. <laughs> Even I think more. we will have six total. Yeah. So if this, if you thought this episode was hefty, the Just next one will be wait. an extra beefy sandwich from Arby's. <laughs> that it will. I can only hope. We can only hope. So stick around next week for our part two of our many, many, many uh, five-star figs that we have to write. Spoiler alert, it is too late to give us those for this season. So you'll have to wait until the end of season seven. But we would appreciate more five-star reviews on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And as you have seen, you can embed the fic you would like right in your review, or you can send it to any of our DMs or email at finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. Those social medias are uh, Fine Pairings Podcast at TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr. Yeah. Or on Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter, so long as she lives. Yes, we perhaps we'll see how long Twitter lasts for us personally or in general. Right? <laughs> Who knows anymore? If Twitter dies, <sighs> do I have to take up a different social media? Uh, hmm. I can yeah. help with the Instagram. Get I don't on, know. get on Truth Social. <laughs> I'll go on. What is the other one? It's like no Truth Social parody, is the Trump parole. One. What's the that's the Trump parlay. One. What's Par- that one? Parlor. Parlor. That's the other I'll Trump go, one. I'll go on that one. Don't do that. 
<laughs> Can you imagine if somebody like I found you on Parlor? <laughs> found you on Parlor, and you've really changed my perspective. I'd be proud. I'd be like, I'd be confused, I'd be but I'd be proud. <laughs> I'd be like, I mm, interesting. You know, honestly, I don't really want any hate. So I'm you know too, what I'm too you know what that. pulled me out of out of this mentality was. Owl House fan fiction. <laughs> I listened to Amityville Horror and just listened to some fanfic about some cartoon ghosts. And I was like, you're right. Maybe you're right. This is a call. <laughs> Joe Biden is a fine president. I'm going to call him Joe and not Brandon anymore. If you want to uh, help us out financially, we could really use some better mic stands. <laughs> we we're, we're fucking around with card chairs tables right now for no reason at all. Uh, you can do that in two different ways. You can pop onto our Ko-Fi, which is K-O-F-I links in all of our social medias, etc. Or you can become an ongoing patron of ours at patreon.com slash podcast, where we have a special podcast called Steam and Cream, where we read smutty fanfics to each other in a coffee shop for fun. And it's also year-round, which is especially important because we only have one more episode of our main feed. Dun, dun, dun! So at some point, we've we've really been having fun thinking of bonus episodes, so those will come out eventually, but we do not, we do not run year round. We don't have the time. We simply no. don't have the time. Simply. <laughs> We're not like other podcasts. No. We stop sometimes. <laughs> yes, otherwise my life would collapse like a house of cards, not yes. unlike these card chairs. Yes. Uh, so we will be back next week with our final finale, the rest of our five-star fix. And uh, until then, cheers. Cheers.